Okay, dear people of God, thank you so very much for your patience. And now I have with me by telephone from Podakot River State, South South Nigeria, their pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, dear listeners. Happy week, happy day to you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Well, as we announced earlier on, uh, the book Faith of Our Fathers, we now have it with us here at Gospel Best Radio. For those who requested for copies last week, we've already sent out some. For those who are here to get theirs, just be, just, uh, be patient. You'll soon get yours. If you still, if you also want a copy, you have not requested for one, please do so. I will see our copies left and we'll be glad to send them out to you. Wonderful book. And so I want to congratulate you and to thank God that the Holy Spirit chose you uh, to write this book. This is a book that needs to be read at this time. And we give glory to God. And I, I, just before we go into the book, you know, I was intrigued by by the something you mentioned in the preface about how this book got written. That it, it was it was basically a Bible study, formed part of a Bible study you had prepared for your university fellowship, that you had forgotten about it, and had left it somewhere in your library until until uh, there was water in the libra- library, and then while you were packing things and putting things in place you discovered it and you know when i read that that part i just said to myself again see how god works see how god works uh obviously the holy spirit wanted this book uh published and called your attention to it through that through through what we call uh an accident like an accident but it wasn't an accident it was it was the lost doing and we give glory to god yes yes that that happened my wife was doing something and then um, flooded the library area with uh, water. water. I had to just clear, um, mop the place, and then um, trying to pick some things from that are close to the floor. Mm. I picked the file in which the manuscript, because it should have been out since year two thousand. Wow! But it's like the Lord wanted some things, some of the uh, parts of the book. The Lord wanted me, the Lord wanted them to be part of my life first before it goes out. I see. It's exactly. not just about preaching, it's about first of all internalizing the word of God into your own life personally first mm-hmm. before you preach it. And so, um, and for some, for reasons best known to him, even when I was in the bank, so it's not um, about money, I was not, he did not allow me to publish it. Mm. But he made it possible now. Hallelujah! I, I will give glory to God. Yeah. Well, I, I've gone through the book, yeah. and I'm just I'm thankful for the message that is in it, the message for the times, and in classic, you know, Baptist fashion. I love the way that you have put uh, hymns almost uh, before every chapter, and you know, just the relevant, yeah. just, just the relevant, relevant hymn for the theme of each chapter. Now, for chapter one, which you are, which is titled "The Prodigious Question," the Prodigious Question. Of course, you know what prodigious means. It means a question that has uh, that has ramification, that has ramification, and uh, and then you have referenced the question of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ uh, from that parable, the parable in Luke eighteen one to eight. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? And I love the hymn that you have also uh, put at the beginning of this chapter with your anchor hold, because there's a question in that hymn as well. And in a sense, in a sense, the question in that hymn where it says, "Will your anchor hold in the storms of life?" Uh, there is a sense in which that question keys right into the question that our Lord asked: "When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth?" 
And I know that many people mm. apply this question to a number of scenarios, but the way that the Holy Spirit has led you to treat it in this chapter is to tie it to faith in the power of God through prayer. And I want you to just ex- to, to explain that very briefly. Thank you so much. You. I, the question of Jesus cannot be, we cannot um, overlook that Yes. If the Lord Jesus himself spoke in according to Luke chapter 18 and uh, the um, importunate widow yes. that kept going to that um, judge to help him to ad, uh, avenge her of the of her any adversaries and um, at the end the judge eventually avenged her mm-hmm. and eventually Jesus asked the question this God is not an unjust judge like this man, this man. but sometimes he will keep, he will, he may not answer our questions immediately or our prayers immediately mm. as against our own, or le- the legal term that justice delayed is justice, justice denied for him, justice delayed or for him, prayers delayed is not prayers denied. And, um, if he does not come while Lazarus was sick, then he wants to come and resurrect Lazarus from the dead. Mm. So he does not come late. So the question is, will you still keep waiting? Will you still keep um, watching? Will you still keep praying mm. and hoping for him to answer it without going to an alternative judge? The woman had options. I'm sure the man was would not be that... Um, judge will not be the only judge in town mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. But the woman decided to speak to that judge and keep going to the judge, asking him that, avenge me of my enemy. And yes. she kept going there every day, every day until the judge said, before this woman will kill me with her, will weary me with her, come let me just quickly attend to her and get it done. And God is saying, it's not that God is an unjudged or just judge like this man but for he for reasons best known to him just like for reasons best known to him concerning go ahead sir concerning also by myself without um, without the power concerning um uh, okay so there something it got broken yeah, there it got broken so i said if god okay if god God is not an unjust judge. If, uh, concerning this faith of our fathers, for example, if I had wanted it to come out by force while I was in um, the bank or when I, I could conjure money anyhow, then it would, it would have been out, actually. But when I sense that the Lord would not want it to come out yet, the Lord is still cooking it and doing something about it. It's not about the book coming out. It's about the book being effective for whoever would read it and prospering in what it is said. So I decided to stay with him and wait until he decides to bring it out. So the question that we have is, will you keep waiting for him? Will you keep praying? Will you keep trusting him until he does it? The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the fruit comes is a tree of life. It's not just what you eat once and that's all. It's something that keeps on bringing its fruit in season, every season. So 
the question, will you wait for him or go to alternative judge mm. or go to alternative sources of answer? Mm. If you have been waiting for God to give you children, will you wait for him or you go and um, do what, um, you know, go to one habit somewhere or go and uh, test yourself with your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend and see whether it's you that is having problem or your wife or something or how you get it. People go for alternative judge. When you are writing an exam and you are cheating, it's an alternative. Will you wait for the Lord to answer it? And why are you coming to share the testimony and say, praise the Lord, the Lord has answered my prayer? When you know in your heart that it is not the Lord that actually answered that prayer. It is not the Lord. It's the alternative judge. It's the alternative person. You went to the alternative and the Lord is now asking, when I return, Actually, will I meet faith on earth? Exactly. In other words, will I be find people that are waiting and that I am the one that is answering their prayers? Exactly. It's not actually their own human wisdom. That's the essence of that chapter. Of that chapter. Glory to God. Glory to God. For those who are just joining us, this is gospelbestreader.com. The program is Reflections Tuesday with Pastor Ayagunle. Pastor Ayagunle has just published a book uh, titled Faith of Our Fathers. We are going through that book now, just reviewing it. And you need to get your own copy as well. Reach out to us. We still have copies to give out free of charge. So reach out to us if you want a copy of Faith of Our Fathers. For those who have requested, please just uh, be patient. You are going to get it. And for those who have got it, uh, you can call in or send in messages on your observations from what uh, you have read so far. So in chapter 1, that question was posed. The question of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from Luke 18. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? And you have seen the treatment of that question. You have read just a, just a brief uh, treatment of that question from Pastor Yagunle. Situating it in the, in the question of whether... Uh, in our own time, in your own time, whether you still continue to re- to rely solely, solely on the power of God through prayers said in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and now even in that chapter, I also love the way that uh, the Holy Spirit has led you to also offer practical uh, tips, uh, which you have called steps. Yeah, he says step one: don't package the problem if you have a long-standing prayer request, don't package it. And then that we have references to many Bible characters, blind Bartimaeus and that king, that king uh, from Second Kings 6.30. So uh, there are a number of things that we can, we can relate to here. Don't cover the problem. Don't flee from it. Don't run away from it. And the second step is, uh, is identify the source of the problem. Identify the source of the problem. And this part, uh, sir, is a very interesting one, identifying the source of the problem. Don't just uh, go about, I mean, try to determine what actually uh, is wrong. Admit your helplessness, that's the step three. Admit your helplessness and, and then seek God's help. And step four, cry out, not worry. Cry out, don't worry. Uh, don't worry, but cry out. Uh, worry will not uh, answer. No, cry, cry not, worry not. Uh, cry not, worry not, exactly. Cry not, worry, exactly. Cry not, worry not. Uh, so the one before that is seek help. So that's the part where, okay, I, I, I almost mix it up. Seek God's help. That's why you go to God and seek yes. his help. And then step four, cry not, yes. worry not. And that reminds me of a hymn. I don't know if you know it. Uh, this, that's a Baptist hymn, Weeping Will Not Save Me. You know, it says, though I cry and weeping will not save me. But it is faith in God, faith in God that will save. Worry will not save me. Weeping will not save me. 
Step five, operation push, which you know so well, pray until something happens, operation push. And that is, sir, that is where I think the challenge really is. Uh, and that is where it ties to that question. Pray, pray until something happens. Is it just, you know, we, we just pray. Well, I've already prayed, but the answer is not coming. Maybe that's not where the solution is. But it is pray until something happens. Yes, prayer is not a mechanical action. It's not just about reciting memory verses or reciting um, um, with something. It's not just about words, composition. Mm. A, a lot of people love to compose prayers. Prayer is not that. You know, I was challenged recently as okay. I look at uh, Mary, Martha, Martha and Mary. Okay. Martha in John chapter 11, verse 21, and Mary in John chapter 11, verse 32, 31, 32, 33. Mm. They said practically the same thing to Jesus when Lazarus died. They said, um, if you are here, my brother Lazarus would not have died. died yes. And the same words, different responses, different actions. The response and the words of Martha kept Jesus. Jesus was already on his way coming to them to resurrect Lazarus. Mm -hmm. But Martha met him on the way and said that word and Jesus could not progress to go and do what he came to do. He had to stay. He was stopped at that. His progress to go and, and to resurrect Lazarus was, was haunted, haunted. But Mary m mentioned the same word and touched the heart of the master and, and, and actually brought the master to where, moved the heart of master to tears and actually brought the master to where the master did something. I was asking what is the difference between these two people, the difference is their own, is their lives. You know, brain is from the heart. Martha said a lot of other things out of there. You will see that she's a Bible scholar. She yes. knows the Bible. I know you will raise, she, you, she, you will raise up after the resurrection of the dead. I know this and that. She kept quoting the scriptures and all that, but yet she could not move Jesus. But Martha did not say, I mean, Mary did not say any other thing apart from if you are the here, and then she broke down, she wept, and the deep in her touched the deep in Jesus. Jesus could not hold it. He wept. He mm -hmm. broke down in emotion and wept and said, take me there. And mm -hmm. then he, read, he brought him up. What I'm bringing out here is praying till something happens. Praying is not about composition and how sweet your, you can compose your prayers mm -hmm. and how sweet you can pray and, you know, Many of us, when we hear sweet prayer points, we quickly write it down so that, I mean, you exactly. know, you are concerned exactly. about prayer points that are sweet, mm. uh, that mm. are good exactly. in composition. Exactly. So, to, to pray until something happens is to keep praying and hoping and waiting. It's not always just about um, words of mouth, but keep touching the heart of the master with by hoping and waiting and insisting, this is the word of God that you have said. This is what you have said concerning this particular situation. Exactly. And I'm staying on that. Simple. That is what this praying on the something happens. Talks about. And when we say cry not, worry not, is because worry not because those who live in a, in worry die in a hurry. Hmm. I put it. It's also part of part the book of there. That's true. That's true. 
Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And you know that that portion where you mentioned uh, people, you know, writing down prayer requests and wanting to repeat it to God the way they had it from another brother or sister or a pastor. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, for me as well, I always wonder because I, I always the prayer should be the sole sincere expression. Each, each, each uh, mm-hmm. child, each. Um, Christian sincere expression of dependence on God. So uh, let's mm. let's learn from that. Let's learn from that. Not to say that. Well, I have to go to Him with beautiful words. I have to package my prayers. I have to say it correctly. I just go to Him with a sincere heart. He will reach your heart if He sees in your heart that you are sincere, that you are relying only on Him. He will surely, he will surely hear you. And uh, I'm not going to the second chapter. I want to read a portion from it. Where you have you have written that, as you read okay. this book, also you will do yourself a great deal of good to search the scriptures with it and sincerely modify your life to the discovered truth. Which ties into just what you said right now that it is not enough to just hear things from other people. You yourself search the scriptures and then and then run with it, modify your life with it. In the second chapter, uh, for those who are just joining, the second chapter of the book, Faith of Our Fathers, and the 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 title of the second chapter is faith defined faith defined and i love the approach you have you have employed by talking about what faith is not faith is not see faith is mm. not this faith is not that so if you want to understand faith yeah go to your go to the scriptures read the book of the hebrews read hebrews 11 hebrews 12 you understand what faith is but if you come to to, to how faith is understood in the church of christ today uh, then you will need to under also know what faith is not and that is part of what chapter two is devoted to as i mentioned earlier on each each chapter begins with a reference to to a hymn and i and i love that i'm going to play the first uh, verse of the hymn uh, stated there in chapter two when we walk with the lord so just stay with us when we walk with the lord And yes, to be happy in Jesus, but to trust, to trust and obey, to trust and obey. Okay, now what faith is not? This chapter says faith is not a business insurance. Do you want to talk about it briefly? Sir? <laughs> yes, um, a lot of us think that faith is um, business insurance, mm-hmm. and we think that it's just about um, uh, what we can, what what we can. Um, uh, uh, we see it as a means of maybe sometimes money doubling, sometimes only what we can get from it and all that. It is blessed assurance in Christ. Mm-hmm. If I can quickly read a little, maybe this page okay, here. Okay. Up to the time of the 
apostles. Mm. Faith was the blessed assurance in God's word and personality. However, the generation, this generation sees faith as a business insurance where nothing goes for nothing. Even in the church, people serve God to get something in return. Mm -hmm. It is so bad that some, some go as far as threatening God with their allegiance. Exactly. If he would not provide for them, make them pass their exam or heal their L.A.M.E.N. Giving them giving God ultimatums, ultimatums exactly. and without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. That's Hebrews eleven six. Mm -hmm. The the bread and butter Christianity practice today has lost the blessed assurance inherent in true faith, but all out for business insurance, Christian. Christians rather than use faith now, Christians rather use faith now to ensure their lives mm -hmm. against poverty, death, failure, sickness, barrenness, tears, shame, and so on. Whatever they do for God is payment of premium. They pay, they pay for the insurance policy so that they can command God to do whatever they want for them in return. Mm. That's not the faith handed down by the, father, by the first apostles. Jesus taught us in Luke chapter 17, 10. So likewise ye, when ye have done all mm. those things which are commanded you, say we are and unprofitable servants. servants. We have done that which our was duty to our do. duty to do. Mm. So it is not... Uh, um, at um, business assurance, I have done something. So maybe you have paid tight now. So you are using that as an insurance to God and say, God, so because I've done this, you have to do this. As because I've done this. Say, After you have even done everything and you have done everything finished and you, are, you did it very well, very well and acceptably to God, you still should come to him and say, Lord, we are unprofitable servants. We have just done that which we ought to do. Show mercy on us. You are not coming to on the on your the basis of your righteousness. It's not based on uh, you have done this. So God, you must do this. If you don't do this, then I will tell the world that you are this or you are that. Before you are created, God has been God. Mm -hmm. but when you will die, God will be God. Even yes. if you die in that your sickness or in that your situation, God will continue to be God. So it is not a business insurance, it's a blessed assurance to God. The Bible talks of those people who died in Hebrews chapter 11. Exactly. They, 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 they saw the promise afar off, they believed God, but they did not receive it, but they died in faith. They were heroes of faith, yet they did not receive that. So faith is not because you are, it is not just when something has happened, the result that shows that you have faith. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately today, it is the result that people used to know whether you are a man of faith or not. Exactly. It is not about the result, it's about your trust. Faith is the substance of things so for the evidence of things not seen. Even though it has not happened, but you have the evidence. You are sure that because God has said it, you believe it, yes. that settles it. So whether it happens or not is not even in the question for those who have faith. If the question is, as God said it, then I believe it, and that settles it. And then you live your life in the reality of it, whether it happens or not. The Hebrews brothers did not expect whether God, they knew that God will deliver them, but they said, even if he does not deliver them mm -hmm. and we die in the fire, it's okay by us. Esther said, I will do what is the will of God. Even if I perish, I let me perish. Yeah. That is 
what it means to it's not business insurance let me do this and then if you god you must do this and then it is not you and god are not me it you cannot uh, be something he is not a man that he should lie he's not the son of man to repent what he has said he will do what he has said he will do but you cannot blackmail him and it is not about business insurance it's about blessed assurance in what god has said that's what that passage is that passage is talking about thank you very thank you very much so it's not about business insurance faith is not about business insurance you're not insuring against certain things about blessed assurance that he is king that he will do what is best and what is good for uh, for his children you know and as you spoke uh, the question came to my mind one question that we have been raising on gospel a number of times i mean every christian needs to ask himself or herself uh why am i here why am i here? there are many people who are here and you know, who for their stomach there are many people who are here as you have mentioned there to get cheap popular you wrote it there. Many are working for God just to get cheap popularity. Uh, there are many who are here just to uh, just to receive healing. You know, many who are here just because uh, there is a there is a pressing obligation and they need the help of God uh, for provision, etc. So, faith is not a, it's not a business insurance, and that is what Pastor Agunle has expressed on point just now. Faith also in this book, you say page forty two, is not mere intellectual assent to the doctrinal teachings of Christ. It is not just mere agreement to the doctrinal teachings of Christ. That is not what faith is. And yeah, the, the, the fifth one, I'm going to page 66, and says faith is not saying is believing. You, you have heard that over and over again, saying is believing. And uh, I love this portion you have quoted there, and we commend it to everybody. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Are eternal. Uh, I can I can tell you, Pastor, that this is one of the most challenging uh, part of faith aspect of faith in in our faith walk to know that sin is not believing. It's not what you see, you know. Sin is not believing. So, if you can talk just briefly about that before we move on to the third chapter. Yes, a lot of us, we want to see something. Sometimes you even pray and until you see vision, you are not, uh, okay, I'm even going to that extreme. Mm. It's um, Even though you spiritualize the fact of seeing vision, you say you want to see, seeing is not believing. In faith is not, faith is just on the word. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. It's not just about faith, whether I've seen a vision or I've seen this or I've seen that and um, or um, seeing something physically. When you when you trust God without seeing, like Thomas said, he said, if I don't see the nail print on his hand, I won't exactly. believe. I won't and believe. Jesus came because of him and he said, well, when he now saw, he said, my father and my God. God. And Jesus said, well, you have seen and you are now believing. But of, uh, blessed are those who would not see, but they will believe. And a lot of us, it is until we see that we believe that God has done it. So you, your testimony is only based on what you see that God has done. It's not what God has said that he will do, that he, he, that he has done. And believing him and standing on him. Some of us, you know, I had, uh, I have a, my disciple is an evangelist. God told him, go to this village and preach the gospel there. Go and hold a crusade there in one village, I think Alarupa or something, okay. in uh, and God told him to, to him and his team to go there. They were praying, and as they were praying, he, 
a, 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 you know, a friend of his that was praying along with him saw that ah, the witches in this place are too much. Oh, mm. They are too much. In fact, if somebody is not sure of God's leading to that place, it should not go and this and that. That was how the thing died down. Mm. After some time, the Lord said, I have sent you to this place and you have not gone. And they started again to pray. And again, the something came. And that the, 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 the witches and wizards in these people, these days, they are so powerful. Because of what is seen, it went down again. Later, my disciples said, he decided not to, call, not to pray with um, the prophet again. Now, he prayed his own prayer and with his team, they went there. He just told the prophet that, okay, we are going on so-so-so date. And they, because of what he seen, mm-hmm. he could not, they could not move on. See, pray, faith is not about sight. Faith is, the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. It's not about, so because of vision now, they could not go, but the day, that the, the prophet eventually joined them on the last day of the crusade. And when he came back and the wife was asking, how was the crusade? In fact, it was him that was answering. He said, ah, God moved. Oh. God, moved, God did beyond what. You know, a lot of us, it is because of what we see. Mm-hmm. And it is what we see that we, we, move, we are moved by. But no, God does not walk by what you see. It is by what he has said. Man shall not live by bread. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. So faith is not just, it is not um, what you see. It is not by seeing or seeing is believing. Some of you, when you go to a man of God and simply pray with me on this matter, if he has prayed and he has not said he has seen a vision, you will think he's not a man of God. He cannot even see vision. And you are thinking that it is by seeing that he's straight. Is it not for God to um, respond and guide you in that matter? Why would you be waiting when somebody has prayed for you, you'll be asking, Daddy, didn't you see something? Mm-hmm. Didn't you see vision for me to this day? And because of that, you are leaving your church to one church of that person that is seeing vision, one person that is seeing revelation, one person that is can prophesy. Faith is not seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. Faith is believing in what God has said. Exactly. Thank you very much. Uh, that was going to be my next question, but you have, you have answered it because in page 70 uh, of this book, after listing all the things that will not qualify as faith, going biblically, you then pose the question, what then? What then is faith? And that's the question you have, you have, you have answered. Now, I, I really encourage everyone to get a copy of this book and in fact share with others, especially many of those who believe in some of the practices that have been referenced today. You know, wanting to see a vision, wanting to see a sign, uh, not not uh, not not agreeing with with another Christian who you think ah, he doesn't see visions, he doesn't tell you that, okay, when I was praying yesterday, this is what I saw. When I was praying for yesterday, this is what God told me. Just believe in what God has said. And you see, that's a hymn. And we have used it before on Pilgrim's Joy. It says, uh, how firm a foundation that the Lord has provided for you. What more do you want him to say than what he has already said? 
you know, the word of God is already complete if you would believe in what he has said. And that's the statement you had from Pastor Egunle just now, that faith is believing, believing in the word of God, believing in the word of God and living by it, and living by it. If you're just joining us, this is gospelbestradio.com, your community, Christian, internet, talk radio with a mission to engage uh, the contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. The program is Reflections Tuesday. Uh, we have with us in the studio by telephone, Pastor Ayagunloy, the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church, Port River State, South, South Nigeria. He's also the publisher of your Potter's House, which is a daily digital devotional. If you want to get uh, copies of your Potter's House, daily episodes of your Potter's House, reach out to us and we we get in touch with Pastor Ayagunloy, or you can call him directly on 0808-718-0680. The new book, Faith of Our Fathers, we have copies with us here in the studio. If you want, just reach out to us. Uh, for those who have sent messages this morning, thank you very much. We are going to respond to them. Uh, there are some messages here, obviously from uh, from some from uh, some people would know you. Some uh, someone has written to us anonymously saying, "Great grace to you, my beloved brother. The Lord is your strength in Jesus' name." And we say, "Amen, amen" to that. Another person amen. has written saying, "Thank you, Lord, for your amen. faithfulness. Awesome God. Yes, is an awesome God who continues to spread His word in the world even today." And in chapter three, the question is, "Why faith? Why faith?" And uh, would you be kind to summarize that? Why faith? Why faith? Why do? Why, why should we have faith? Well, you, you know, you mentioned earlier on there are alternatives. People go to well, if you pray and something has not happened, or you have prayed once, you know, and then there are alternatives. Maybe I should just go and pursue those alternatives. Why faith? All right. Um, there are there are. If we don't know the reason for something, mm. then the abuse of that thing is inevitable, yes. and um, it is important to know that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's one of the reasons that we must have faith. I wrote here the reason number one, anything minus faith equals sin. Anything minus faith equals sin. No matter what you do, if it is not by faith, it is sin. Even if you perform miracles, if you raise the dead, if you give your body to be born, and it is, and it is not by faith. Even love, if you show love and it is not by faith, it is it is a sin. Anything that is not by faith is sin. And actually what I did not, what we did not get to when we defined faith is faith is the substance according to Hebrews 11 yes. is the substance of things, of, the, of things so forth and evidence of things not seen. It is substance. Faith is not vague. Faith is not abstract. Faith is not uh, assumption, presumption or confer- just confession. It is a substance just like um, Peter got the substance from Jesus, and that concrete substance is what he walked upon, mm-hmm. even in the storm on the water, and he did not sink. Faith is substance. It's substantial. Faith is something concrete that you hold from God. And so anything that you do outside faith is actually, even if you write a book, but it's not by faith, it is sin. So whatever it is that you do, it is seen without faith. And um, because of time, we need to summarize. Reason number two, faith is needed to please God. Even though God brought water from the rock, it could not please God because because, uh, it was not out of faith. Faith is, the substance of faith is the word of God. 
The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And just like Peter also, when he wanted to get his substance, he said, Master, if it is you, bid me come on the water. And Jesus gave him the substance. He said, come. It is on that word, which is the substance, that Peter um, walked upon water. So the same thing, when God spoke to Moses, that speak to this rock, Moses struck the rock. That is not faith. Faith is obedience to the word of God. Yes. Believing and obeying, trust and obey. Believing and obeying the word of God. And if you have gotten the word of God for that situation, obeying it is faith. But if you do anything outside of faith, it is sin. Even though water came out, water came out when Moses did it, but it, it did not please God. And because of that, it did not inherit the promise and he did not make it to the promised land so whatever you do jesus said on that day so many people will tell, talk to me that i i i raised up the dead i prophesied mm-hmm. i did mighty works in your name and jesus will say i know you do not because i did not give you my word you did not take word from me you did your thing and and like that so the other thing is um, faith is a condition for receiving anything from God. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, if you, you let him that ask, ask in faith. And if you do not ask in faith, let that person not think that he can receive anything from God. Faith is needed in spiritual warfare. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even oh, our faith. faith. Faith is needed to overcome Satan too, and all that. So I differentiated our battle with Satan and our battle with the world because yes. of the, the way they are, especially. It's not as if the world is not working for Satan. They are the same. But the fighting them is different because you need to understand who, what the world is or who the world is and able to overcome the world and then lo- understand satanic strategies and its operations and overcome that. So faith is needed to overcome the world. The Bible says this is the victory that overcomes the world, mm. even our yeah, faith. Yeah. That's first John 5, 4. And um, what else? I think uh, okay, because okay, of our time, yeah, yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to... Exactly, because of our time. So we encourage you to, to request a copy of the book, buy one and, and read it, and you'll find indeed, indeed, uh, nuggets that will, that will stand you well in your Christian work. And I also love the references you have made in this chapter to a number of uh, practices and things in the world today. On page 144, the craze for sex, the craze for sex. Have you discovered, I'm reading now from the book, have you discovered that advertisements without sexy pictures are not good enough today? They stimulate people one way or the other to get their attention. Sex has gone beyond the scope of God's intention. People have gone crazy about sex. The spirit of animals has finally made its way into human beings. There is no shame or decorum about the talk of sex anymore. And, 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 I, and I think this is a, this is a timely message uh, to all of us, everybody in the culture today. You know, I, And I mentioned this on on the Lord's, I think, last week, I said, look, the culture is just trying to get our attention. Each Christian must decide whether to give attention to all the things trying to, uh, to, to catch our fancy. And you also referenced this match, you know, this wonderful football match in Nigerian history. Okay, I can't get that page anymore. But talking about how, you know, the technology now has made it easy for us to follow things live. You want to know what is happening in America, there are sites you can go to. If you want to know what's happening in a street in New York today, there's an app, you can go there, type the name of the street, you see that street. But, but, but there was a time when there was no access to, to, to such technology and faith, 
you know, people, we, we have to live by faith. I, I used to tell my friends about when we were in Olivet, you know, we just leave home in, in Lagos, perhaps we go to, to school. And there was no way of communicating that, oh, we've already arrived in school. Or if, if we had a visitor, <laughs> there was no way to know that they got back home safely. We just believe that they're, that they're already there and we are trusting God and praying. Uh, so there's a sense in which even yeah. uh, technology seems to make us uh, less dependent on faith. You just want to know if somebody has traveled and you call the person five minutes later and it's not picking, you're already apprehensive. Oh, why is it not picking? Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, let me quickly, please, let me quickly say something on that match. Okay, because yes. faith, I think it's even on the matter of um, seeing is believing or yes, something. Yes, yes. You know, when when people in those days, even you cannot watch live matches mm. in those days mm. as matches were being played live. live. People go there, the television stations go there, record it, and then bring it to come and play for you locally yes. so that you can now watch it so if you want to watch a match life you have to travel there physically now supposing somebody went there and watched the match mm. and that ussr nigeria versus ussr that was played in ua um, united arab emirates and then when they came back he said we want them we want ussr five yes. four <laughs> and then i mean it maybe he did not even say the the, 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 the goal the yeah. score the winning sport the final score, but he said we won them. And everybody was jubilating just because he had said it. And then you know that he went there and he came back and you are, you are jubilating, we won them. And then you are watching the film. I, I mean, the match. As you are watching it, they scored us 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, They scored 4-0. In fact, most people would have lost hope. Despite the fact that the person who went there and came back said that we want them. We want this match. But because what you are seeing in reality is like, how can we win this match again at this level? Almost half, half time, would they have given us 4-0? It is not possible. Many people would have switched off their TV. Many people would have gone to sleep. Many people would have lost interest in the match. Many people would not continue the match. But all of a sudden, there was a turn. Before you knew what was happening, there was one um four one four one exactly. four two exactly. four three four four then finally before the last whistle blew we gave them five four we won actually but initially they were winning they were that winning. is the same thing which wealth many people are going through even though god has said something you are still seeing that the devil is winning is scoring is scoring goals is scoring goals is scoring goals don't be discouraged don't think as if what God has said will not come to pass. It mm-hmm. will, because if he has said it, then it will come to pass. It's not a man that he should lie. And so, stay on what God has said. He is the one that knows the end from the beginning. He knows the beginning from the end. If he said you won, then that means you won. Forget about what you are seeing right now. The end will justify the all that you have seen, what he has said, because it will come to pass. That's the essence of that um, the illustration you brought up exactly, exactly. Thank it's you. It's also there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a book, and that's just a fitting note. You know, a fitting note to conclude this uh, this session. Uh, the, the the reminder, the reminder that what you wait on by faith you are going to experience you have to trust uh, the word the, the word of god uh, the final chapter talks about the enemies of faith and it's an equally important chapter the enemies of faith are uh, a, a portion that you need to read uh, to understand the things you have to guide against so that your faith remains strong 
in the Lord. Thank you very much, Pastor, for coming on air today as you do every Tuesday morning. Uh, you have been a blessing to all our listeners. You have been a blessing to me and to God's Best Radio. And we pray that the Lord will continue to strengthen you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 As I now, thank you so much. Man. Thank God. Thank God. As I announced earlier on, we still have copies of Faith of Our Fathers, the new book by Pastor Yaguloye. If you want copies, reach out to us. If you're in Lagos, you want copies, reach out to us. We are ready to get our copies across to you. Across to you tomorrow, I will be here at 7 a.m. for Waiting on God Wednesday. If you have anybody that you want people that you want to share with us so that we join you in prayers, please do send it to us anonymously. Use the form on our page that says send anonymous uh, prayer requests and we'll be glad to join you in prayer. Uh, coming up next after this program is On the Lord's Side. On the Lord's Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Current Events. Uh, Pastor, we look forward to seeing you again next week, sir. Hello, Pastor, are you still there? By God's grace. By God's grace. By God's grace, I'll be here next week. Amen. Amen. Please, please say a word of prayer as we bring this session to a close. Our Father, we thank you for how you helped us and thank you for the production of this book. After 22 years of um, waiting, we thank you. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we pray that that which you have sent this book to do you will fulfill it in every life that reads it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And, and that's which we have even discussed today. Lord, lives will not remain the same. Having listened to what we shared here, even based on this book today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for how you are using Gospel Bells Radio. Thank, Thank you, you for um, your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you. I pray, Lord, that they will not run out of ideas Amen. in Gospel Radio, Amen. and your heavens will be opened upon them in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will grant them unction with anointing and the fortitude to forge ahead to take new frontiers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because of Father, that prayer. Blessed be your holy name. For all our listeners, I pray that you grant every one of us a bright week, a rewarding week in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 God bless you, sir. And you too. Have a beautiful day. Amen. Sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Bye. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you.